Hey guys, welcome back to this uh, quick bonus segment we're going to do. Myself and Manny, we're going to be talking about, um, continuing on from where we were talking about, we were talking about immigration. Uh, at this point, we're going to, yay, immigrants. Uh, <laughs> at this point, we're going to talk about kind of some interesting immigration reforms, kind of how different countries deal with immigration and uh, some of our own thoughts and what practices we would do if we were king for the day and we could institute our own inst- our own kind of immigration policies on I magic have to country. Admit, this is a question they ask me every morning. <laughs> what if I were king? That's a scary thought. Don't Manny should never ever be king. It actually is. Yeah. Uh, so, cheers, anyways, Manny. yeah, we're getting increasingly classically drunk. drunk. <sighs> Roll credits. Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> so I'll let you start. Yeah. Uh, so, Aaron, you're you told me you're a fan of Canada. I oh Canada, <laughs> uh, yeah. sorry, eh? Hey. Hey. that was uh, bad, was it? Yeah, Canada actually has a really interesting system. So what they do is they classify immigrants based on a, a points-based system. I think it's um they you answer out um a basic you're basically interviewed, um and there's kind of um, a certain number of criteria you have to meet before you get into the country. So you know you're given like. If you speak French or English, you get a certain amount of points based on your proficiency. If you are, um, if you have a job offer, you get a, a shit ton of points. <laughs> if you have a previous job offer before you've even entered the country, you get a shit ton of points. Uh, if you are educated, you get a load of points. If you are uh, have, um, I think I think you you can't have a criminal record before going in. I'm pretty sure that's the thing. What? Yes, I know. That, Great, sounds, that sounds like a racist idea. That's totally racist, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I actually kind of really like this idea of um, uh, kind of treating people as commodities and basing <gasps> them on their quality. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I know, I'm a horrible, horrible, horrible person. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I kind of like that idea of um, of, you know, looking at the individual and saying we are going to rank you and the people who are the you know best suited for our country of you know what we want which is high skill immigrants uh, particularly for Canada then we're going to let in so I, I i like i like their model so I do you like know what model. happens do you know what happens for uh, um i was thinking of uh, let's say like family for example mm. uh let's say i i i want to come over i myself uh satisfy all the requirements i have the 100 points because i'm such good looking and um what about what about my what about hypothetical your... hypothetical wife yeah so she uh I very think, hypothetical i think weirdly enough i think like it's just it's just as long like you and your family can just come over i, I didn't see anything okay going through their immigration website saying that you couldn't bring over your family um i think actually you can actually get your wife added to your points or okay. your husband added to your I points. guess I guess if she speaks French yeah so like if if, adds if, up. if if you're you know like um you can combine your points together and um like you have to reach a higher threshold but you know it's it's yeah so I think that's, that's fairly good and that again yeah. like I said in the previous episode you know very it's very rare that people emigrate as families so it is mostly people who are single so it's uh, i wouldn't yeah. go as far as to say very rare okay well, that's not, not the rare. norm it's not the norm it's, it's certainly not the norm it's so. it's yeah it is it is not uh yeah well um yeah it's just for practical reasons i think that everybody who's listening who has children just try to put yourself 
in situation like, of like, hey, we're going to move to a different country. That does not even... Well, for Irish people, it does speak the language, but that's not even a given for yeah. everybody. But like, yeah, like it's it's almost as a much as much of a military operation to bring your family out for a day out at McDonald's and the cinema, like let alone moving country. Yes. <laughs> Most um, people don't want to deal with that when they have families. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 not at all. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm speaking from experience. You know, myself. I'm I'm enjoying my uh, uh, freedom of movement as long as it uh, as long as it lasts and. Uh, well, that's something very interesting about Ireland. So Ireland, actually, we have like almost two immigration systems in a way, because we have the one immigration system, which is our basically our open borders policy with the EU, not strictly open borders um, in the Schengen area. We're not part of that, but we are still within the EU. So anyone who has EU citizenship can legally come here, travel, work, whatever. I can speak um, from experience. Yeah. yeah, speak from experience there. That's how it works so but at the same time then we also have our own international well not international uh, we're going to call it the not eu immigration system so anyone who's a non-eu citizen can still apply to um to come here but they go through a different system um, i'm actually not aware of what that system is to be um, honest so um but yeah but but so if if i was going well, again, through yeah if my... i was going through through a system where i could choose what the what the non-eu route would be i would probably go with some kind of points-based system like canada or australia does I cannot really speak from experience because as a uh, EU citizen, um, you know, I just had to basically show my papers and, and, and prove that I was working and living here. Mm-hmm. That's about as much that was required of me. I have Indian colleagues, so India is not part of, you know, Schengen or anything of that sort, obviously. Um, it seems that for them bringing home their... Um, um, I was being a bit sexist and saying their wives. What's the partners? Partners, isn't there spouses? Spouse, the word. Yeah, is another one. Yeah, yeah spouse. Uh, uh, the word I was looking for did not seem to be very complicated in uh, legal terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know the different concerns I could hear about were mostly you know practical, <laughs> trying to move your family from India, but um, it it. I think well, India is, is weird as well because they don't let you bring a lot of money out. I, I, I know. They, they limit the amount of money you can take out of the country, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't know about that. But anyway. in fairness, though, my again, my experience is probably very skewed. Uh, IT is a, a specific, t- you know, um, sector that's from the get-go, uh, you know, highly skilled in the first place. So uh, uh, they probably get some kind of a fast-track process um, here as well. We have to do some digging, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, no, that's 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 interesting. I mean, so you probably guessed already what what my uh, uh, objection would be. Um, let the market sort it out. Well, just, just I, like there's a <laughs> no, but you have that's true. Open borders. And uh, but no. <laughs> well, the fact that yeah, it 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 does involve quite a bit of bureaucracy. Who decides what the points are? So yeah, who decide? Yeah, how many points is a is a master's degree worth versus a doctorate versus a degree? What kind? Yeah, yeah. Because a master's degree in gender studies is definitely not the equivalent of a master's degree in IT. True. Yeah. So you have to weight that, and so yeah, ideally, I would love I would love a more. I know it's swear words, uh, so I'm putting scare quotes. Uh, open borders. Um. Well, like I, I love like, the uh, yeah. the the current system where we have in in Europe. I think it's working okay with the open, like the Schengen Agreement, and you know where you're just able to come and work here. I think that's fairly okay. But I think the issue with that is a lot of people find is that um, 
they they feel that like they don't have control of their own borders that way and then they have to kind of kowtow to whatever anyone else so is like the most like if i wanted to get into europe i'd just go through the most lax borders whatever they are or the most lax immigration system so quick segue quick segue on that on that question i mean america does not have internal borders yeah and nobody's complaining about this mm-hmm. because America is a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a federal. It's a lot more federated. It's a than federation the EU, of fifty states. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's a legitimate legitimate question because if we want Europe to be a single country, uh, that's what it's gonna it's going it's to gonna mean. eventually be. Yeah, it's gonna eventually say, well, we are a single legal entity, so movement inside that economic and and monetary and legal entity is going to be free just like america mm-hmm. uh so you can have that approach or you can say we go back to sovereign nations mm-hmm. um but it's kind of like pick one yeah obviously that's the thing we're in this kind of weird limbo area at the moment which is neither yeah it's neither and yeah we have it, it's quick linguistic segue a wonderful saying in french uh you have your ass stuck between two chairs which I think really describes what's happening in Europe right now. Yeah, because uh, like uh, a lot of people are kind of um, getting angry at the moment, you know, over certain countries like letting in cra- like loads of <coughs> Germany immig- immigrants. Yeah, loads of migrants. I don't know refugees, whatever we call them. But it's it's weird. I don't know what the I don't no, know but what it's we call weird them. because here's the thing: they're not legally allowed to enter. Uh, uh, but what Germany says, <laughs> Germany is not saying we'll let you get in. What Germany is saying is we'll accept you once you're in. Yeah, once you're here. Yeah. So because Germany has no border, uh, uh, in, external in, of the EU. Yeah. Yes, like you know, they're not in contact with the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. They're not receiving any of those boats. Yeah. What Germany is saying is, well, once you're here, we'll grant you status. Yeah. Uh, completely, sing- like single-handedly. Yeah, and kind of not taking into account then that those people can go anywhere within the world they want in the EU, and now they're going to wherever they want, kind of. Well, so well, Germany. With Germany. They're or... staying in Germany because, I'm sorry, they're not getting into France. Yeah, well, they, they are getting into France. To get to Germany. Calais! <laughs> because, you know, un- unemployment. Yeah. Well, no, I think they're, try- they're trying to... Nobody wants to stay in France, but that's why they're going to Calais. I, I, I know! To Britain. <laughs> I know, I don't! <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so... Like, like so th- that's kind of an issue, I feel, that, like, you know, the open borders thing is kind of brought up, you know? You have to... It, it, it just kind of creates the kind of... Um, yeah, no, system so... System where it's, like, you know... I, it's, it's very... It's, it's very unorganized. I, I do want to clarify, when I say open borders, and this is a bit of a strawman that's, that's been construed... I don't think anyone is saying that open borders mean mean uh, anyone can get in no matter what. Uh, I mean open borders as 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 in the sense of I mean free trade. When I say free trade, I don't mean you can import things that would be otherwise illegal. Mm-hmm. So I'm when I say open borders, and again, ideally, I, ideally, I mean anyone applying the same kind of standard as in you know like basic standard of if you have a criminal record, uh, if you are a known terrorist. If you have a transmittable disease, I, I don't think that's in contradiction with open borders. Like, okay, well, you know, we just apply, like, just follow the law. And if you don't follow it, you're 
yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah. Anyway, so that's that's in a kind of an ideal world, and I understand yeah. people are not necessarily as as radical as I am on that aspect. So if you want my, you know, I would say my take is if you want to limit immigration, and and that's kind of the, you know the question: Can we limit immigration in a way that's intelligent? I like the idea of of saying well. You're you're defining a, a number of visa. You're saying on a given year, here is the number of people where we will allow to come in. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, um, putting my economics goggle on, how would, do we determine who gets in and who doesn't get in? Because obviously that number is going to be lower than the actual number of people who want to get in. Um, so if you want to go down that route, uh, my advice would be, or my at least my, my take on this question uh, would be an auction system. Mm-hmm. You say uh, 2017 only, and I'm putting a number out of my hat. Uh, you know the the the, the um, what's uh, what's it called the the place where you have all the TDs. What the, <laughs> the place where you have all the TDs to vote the laws? Oh, I thought you said TVs. No TDs, TDs. The, TDs. the doll. The doll. So yeah. uh, the doll votes and says 2017. Only 10,000 people are allowed to come in Ireland. Uh, well, then it's just a basic auction. So the highest bidder gets a permit mm-hmm. and can come in. And, you know, if you don't bid as high, you're not coming in. Um, the reason I'm suggesting such a system is to say, well, um, it's not a matter of, of what kind of degree you have. Uh, is it your, you or your spouse or your spouses? I'm, I'm You know, if, if that's your sort of things. Um <laughs> Or what sector you're going to work in. The thing is, if you're going to come into work, I presume you've done your homework and you know what kind of salary you're going to get and you know what the cost of living is and what the taxes are. And you're going to ask yourself that question and make a calculation. What, okay, here is how much it's going to cost me on the auction to get a permit to work here. Here is how much I can expect from the salary. Here is, you know, taxes, etc., etc. Is it worth it or is it not worth it? And so that's how you can determine how much you're willing to pay for that auction, how you're willing to pay to come in. Um, I, I like The bottom line is, I think that in terms of outcome, my proposal is not really far from yours because who is going to come in? People who already speak English, already, you know, um, have the skill, have skills that are demanded. Um, Hence, people, they'll have the money to pay for right? said or their companies will have the money to and pay the company for said or yeah visa. or at least if you have the company you have a certainty that that weighs in a way so i don't think that you and i would differ much in, in outcome I, I can see where you're you're yeah. coming from yeah it, it makes the only difference between me and you is that you're taking money as a proxy for skill so That's i'm using difference. well yeah so i'm yeah. using so the difference is you're not putting you're not necessarily having people pay or if if if, if they pay anything just like you know like a, some kind of red tape fee whatever that is um i do think that because as i said my my opposition to your idea would be more on the ground of it it creates a a massive bureaucracy and Mm. i'm not necessarily comfortable with that with that idea i prefer kind of you know letting the market through and say well okay offer and demand is going to provide signals and you will react to those signals and the approach would be economical it's like well okay if you can't make a living here you're not even going to try because the the you know uh all the cost of living the salary plus the extra auction to go through will make it not interesting for you mm-hmm. yeah 
And then what would you say for the example of if we needed, let's say, for example, I don't know why, let's say we needed a lot of low-skill immigrants for some reason. Let's say there was a demand for low-skill immigrants. You know, we just needed lots of... Well, like, it came to a point back in the Celtic Tiger that was in Ireland was having a nice big economic boom in the 2000s. We just needed a lot of people to do a lot of work. Yeah, so uh, A lot of very low-skill work. So would we just then have uh, maybe like a lottery then where you just buy like, you know, a lottery ticket and if you're... There's 10,000 pieces that go, maybe, and something, something so, like that. So back to my point originally, again, I'm, I'm actually personally, uh, you know, I, 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 again, I don't, I'm not saying no restriction at all, right? Basic restriction, like, are you a non-criminal, et cetera, et cetera. But well, obviously, that, yeah, if you want Obviously, to, yeah. I would prefer a system that just lets the market sort through exactly who comes in that doesn't come in and not have a... a, a, a not have that auction system at all. I would prefer that. I'm just saying, if you want to be economically minded, mm-hmm. uh, that's how you do it. You say, we're going to d- determine, the, you know, in the law, we're going to have a number and that number is going to be revised every year. And when you, when my, my, my original point is to say, if you want to restrict immigration to number X, mm-hmm. here is the best economically minded solution to restrict to number X. And okay. if that number X is too low, well, yeah, that's a bummer. I agree. Again, I, I don't think, I personally do not see low skin immigration as a negative. I think it's a positive it, because it means, you know, it's a better opportunity for them and it provides cheaper stuff for us. Mm-hmm. No argument there. Uh, my point is, what if you if you do want to restrict, I'm giving you an economically minded way to do it but i don't even think it's i don't think that solution is better than just people letting people in as long as they get a job okay so so you would just expand the kind of the current your current system where instead of having maybe ten thousand visas that year you might have a hundred thousand visas that year that would be the difference and and it is a legitimate criticism because look at what's happening with housing Mm. You know, we say, well, we only want we, we want few housing being built and, and that's causing a lot of issues. And so that would mean, yes, it means that if, if there is a huge demand um, for labor and and then the government is like, no, we're not going to increase the number. Well, that's going to be a bummer because, you know, all all that demand for labor is not going to get satisfied. So it's going to be an issue. But I don't know any solution. As soon as you go down the road of we're going to restrict immigration, um, you know, whatever solution you put in place, if you have a huge demand for labor and your government saying we're putting my solution or your solution, whatever solution that is, uh, it's going to be an issue because, you know, the government says we're limiting the number of, of, of people coming in and we're going to wreck the labor market anyway. So I'm not defending the idea in absolute terms. I'm just saying my solution is, quotes, more economically minded, but it's, I don't think it's, it's better. So your system actually kind of already exists, believe it or not, um, very, in a very mild sense of the term. Uh, in Australia, you can get a foreign direct investment visa. Uh, basically, if you promise to invest a certain amount, I think it's like 750000 Australian dollars into Australia. So let's say you're a Chinese businessman or something and you want to expand and into... Uh, the Australian market and set up a distribution center for your product or whatever you invest that amount of money and you get a a visa for yourself so you can come over and whenever you want and check up on your business 
So there is kind of that already. It's just um, it's going more towards um, entrepreneurs and that kind of thing. So I kind of, I kind of see where you're going with it. I think there's actually I think there's a one tier above that in Australia as well. If you, another tier where you can actually get citizenship as well. So weirdly enough, and you can you get and you get a uh, free supply of cocaine from the government. Yeah, that would be yeah. Uh, Manny, 2018 for prostitutes and cocaine subsidies. <laughs> Don't call them prostitutes. That's demeaning. What do you call them? Sex workers. That seems more demeaning. Does it? Escorts. 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 There escorts. we go. Yes. They're... More esco- escorts. Yeah. Actually, no. Escorts are way more expensive than prostitutes. That's just naming. That's marketing for you. Yeah. No, it is marketing. But like, you know, when you you call, you don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a topic for another day. We'll we'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about legalizing prostitution and drugs another day. I think. Right. Well, we'll. T- We'll uh, wrap up in that case. Guys, thanks for listening. Actually, guys and girls, we're not going to be sexist. Guys and girls, thanks for listening. Peeps. Uh, I've been Aaron. And I've been Emmanuel. Okay. Please like, share, and leave us a comment if you have any questions or you just want to, you know, leave hate speech. (laughs) And we'll see you next episode. See you next episode.